And welcome back. It's Midday. I'm Tom Hall. If you've just joined us today, it's Midday on Medicine. Only about 5% of physicians in the United States are black, and it's been nearly 50 years since an historically black college or university has opened a new medical school. Morgan State University is moving toward changing that with plans for a proposed school of osteopathic medicine on its Baltimore campus. Joining us to tell it about tell us about it are Dr. Barbara Ross Lee and Dr. John Seeley. Welcome to the show, both of you. And Dr. Ross Lee, let me begin with you. I appreciate your time. Um, explain what osteopathic medicine is. What does that mean? Well, osteopathic medicine is a hmm, an evolution of the history of the profession. Uh, in today's environment, osteopathic medicine and allopathic or MD medicine are essentially the same. There are, however, some differences in the education of osteopathic physicians. And that difference uh, aligns with the philosophy of holism and mind, body, spirit. And in osteopathic medicine, all physicians are trained to use their hands, to use their hands to diagnose, to treat, and to communicate caring, which is going to become a challenge as I listened to your earlier speaker when we talk about telemedicine and other uh, technologies integrated into medicine. Yeah, that's, of course, a hands-off, uh, you know, technology. Um, and Dr. Seeley, uh, in terms of the hands-on technology or the hands-on uh, approach to, to care, uh, why is it important uh, to have a, a new osteopathic medical school uh, at an historically black uh, college like Morgan State University? Thank you very much. Good morning. Thank you very much for that question. Uh, I think it's very important only because, as your opening statement was, it's only 5% of the physicians in this country are African-American. Uh, and you have 25, 20% of this country that is African-American. We know in medicine that uh, the outcomes are directly uh, linked to who treats you. If a person that looks like you treats you, then your outcomes are much, much better. So I think it's very, very important. Also, um, it's important to do it, to have it at a at an institution such as Morgan State, only because of the history. Morgan State is 150 years old. They have been the beacon for uh, Baltimore for that length of time. They their quality is absolutely excellent. Uh, they have increased their pop their uh, enrollment. And I think it's, it, it gives us a pleasure to come there and, 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 and be a part of that revolution. So we are there to kind of look at the pipeline. As, as you know, Morgan State is predominantly uh, an HBCU, and it gives us the opportunity to have many of those students look at uh, coming to Morgan and coming right on and, and, and enjoying the profession of medicine through there. So it's all about increasing Make, uh, taking the barriers down to becoming a physician if you are underrepresented minority. That's Dr. John Seeley. He will be the dean of the proposed School of Osteopathic Medicine at Morgan State University. Dr. Barbara Ross Lee is with us as well. She'll be the president. It's Midday on Medicine. I'm Tom Hall. And uh, Dr. Lee, um, the advantages 
uh, uh, for an, a young African American student to attend as an undergraduate in HBCU uh, are you know have been widely discussed. I've had a number of uh, students and and uh, faculty administrators from HBCUs on this program over the years who talking about you know the the importance of being in that environment as an undergraduate. Do you think that those same advantages, those same uh, attractions of the HBCU environment and experience uh, for undergraduates will carry over to folks pursuing a medical degree? Absolutely. And thank you again for that question. The issue becomes one of value. Minorities in this country, and not just African American, are not usually valued, particularly in the education system that's structurally biased. And so what the HBCU offers is value. They value and respect these young people, and that provides confidence uh, to be able for the young for the young folks to be able to move ahead and seek higher education degrees, whether it be in research, medicine, law, or whatever. So, in that instance, for us in osteopathic medicine, it's the perfect alignment because we too value diversity and we want to have an build an environment. Uh, that uh, our diverse students will feel valued and respected and therefore um, be more successful as they move into health careers. And Dr. Seeley, um, you hope to open the school, I guess, in the beginning of the the fall semester of uh, 2024. Do I have that right? That is absolutely correct. We we plan to open the school in 2024, taking our first class. Uh, that class will be a, a uh, probably half of what we will be accredited for. And we would like to, when the school is mature, to have probably 180 students per class uh, to try to help with the whole process with help disparity in, the, in Maryland and the surrounding areas. And Dr. Lee, uh, given the fact that, you know, as we said, you know, just 5% of physicians here in the United States are African-Americans, is it going to be difficult to staff the, the faculty with uh, African-American professors? You know, we have been impressed, both John and I, with the number of people who have contacted us and saying they want to be involved. And clearly, uh, I've spent most of my career developing physicians so that they would be uh, capable and able, and in fact, uh, would be motivated to pursue academic careers. So I don't think that's going to be difficult for us, at least at, at not at this point, based upon the response that we have received from the, uh, from the academic community and from the physician community. Yeah, and Dr. Seeley, um, as I mentioned, it's been 50 years since any other HBCU has started a medical school. There's, of course, a very famous, prestigious one uh, not just down the road in Washington at Howard University. Um, but, but why do you think that is, that uh, there's been such a long gap uh, in between the last one and the one that uh, you and Dr. Ross Lee uh, are, uh, are, are going to be starting here? I mean, what, uh, and what gives you uh, optimism? The, that, that, that you can make it work at Morgan State? Well, because I think that the process is not that uh, there have not been a number of underrepresented minorities that wanted to go to medical school. The question is all about admission and the, and the biases that are associated with the admission process, as well as a person 
understanding that they can be comfortable in a setting. Um, even when you talk about other medical schools that have been, been, that have been established, the number of students that are dismissed that are, are very high when you talk about the underrepresented minorities. Not that they're not qualified, because we know that they are qualified. So I think that one of the things that we're going to do is we, I think that if we, if a person can see it and dream it and know that they can achieve it, then I think that's what we're saying. We're saying that at Morgan, we have at least 9,000 students that can see it. And not only that, we only, I only, I don't only get um, inquiries from uh, Maryland, but I get inquiries all across the country that want to be placed in an environment that they can learn and feel comfortable learning. And I think that's what the whole process is. So when you say why not, I think that we mean, it's, for me, it's a personal uh, endeavor to start this school and get it started because as a minority physician myself, I understand the difficulties I had in trying to get through the medical process. And I saw people that could possibly qualify and be good physicians that for some reason did not have that opportunity. So I think it's all about opportunities and that's what we hope to, to establish in, at Morgan. And Dr. Lee, um, the undergraduate enrollment at Morgan is uh, huge right now. I mean, they are they are bursting at the seams. They have so many uh, students uh, applying and attending Morgan State. Uh, and in that way, uh, Morgan and some of the other HBCUs are bucking the trend because there's a lot of other uh, independent liberal arts colleges that are uh, having a difficult time attracting students. But it sounds to me like you're pretty optimistic. You're pretty sanguine about the number of students uh, who will be interested in pursuing a medical career at a place like Morgan, obviously starting something from scratch when there's no track record uh, has its particular challenges. But um, wh what is the pitch that you make uh, to the young person who's uh, considering a career in medicine? Um, why should why should she go to, to Morgan as opposed to Howard or as opposed to any of the other uh, options that she might have? You know, I usually frame the, the, that question uh, from um, the high ground, okay? The, the health of the American population is, is not what it could be or should be. That's the entire population, just not the minority population. And we've seen decades of physician shortages, decades of health disparities, and we've described our healthcare system as being in crisis because of the, its ability to provide access, a reasonable cost, and the highest quality that this country is capable of delivering. So from our perspective, we not only want to offer the opportunities to people who have been marginalized from medicine historically, but also by including uh, those particular populations in the medical workforce, we start to address the health of the entire nation the health of the entire population. And I think this is something that everybody can relate to, whether or not they are minorities. And that's what we're finding in the responses that we're getting from communities. People want to help because, you know, a, 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 if you have 40% of your country that it's not as healthy as it could be, it impacts the, the entire country. Sure. And people now, after decades of disparities, understand that we've got to solve this and we've got to solve it for the nation. 
not just for those populations who are underserved. And Dr. Seeley, we just have a few seconds left here, but um, as I understand it, this will be run in conjunction with a private company. This will be a for-profit uh, school. Uh, will that uh, affect uh, tuition and, and rates? I mean, will it keep it down? Will it make it competitive? How, how do you how do you see the the fact that a for-profit company it, is going to be involved affecting it? I think it was going to, it's going to make it very, very competitive because uh, that's, the, that's the most important aspect of it. I don't know whether uh, whether it's for-profit or not-for-profit is determining. The most important thing is the need. Uh, we do need this. We do need more physicians. And if you look at the statistic, you'll see that there's a shortage across the country of about 30,000 physicians in the next five years. Yeah. So I'm saying that we need the physicians, uh, whether it's for-profit or not-for-profit. I think the most important thing is that most states and most places do not want to invest in a new medical school because it's pretty expensive. Sure. So I think that we are, we are going to keep the tuition down. We are going to make Great. sure that we are not going to be uh, using the tuition to for profits. We are going okay. to uh, put the need there. That need is going to determine uh, what the tuition is. And we feel we feel Well, Dr. Seeley, thank you. For, yeah, thank you for your time. That's all the time we have. Dr. Seeley will be the dean of the proposed School of Osteopathic Medicine at Morgan State University. Dr. Barbara Ross Lee will be the president. It's a very exciting thing. Thanks to you both. I very much appreciate it. And listeners, thank you for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Have a great day. This is 88.1. WYPR.